Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soledad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Good News with Nurse Heather. Good morning, Nurse Heather. How are you today? I'm doing just fantastic, Kenny. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to a very special guest that we're going to have on shortly, and you'll be introducing her to our audience. But what's happening in the world of cannabis nurses? You know, cannabis nurses are on the on a mission. I mean, we are literally revolutionizing healthcare um, with the use of plant medicine and patient empowerment. And I'm really excited, you know, to have uh, our guest with us today because, you know, when I became a cannabis nurse, it was all the way back in 2009. So that was 11 years ago. And at the time, I had not met another cannabis nurse until three years later in 2012. And I was attending an event, which was good news for me because I met a lot of amazing people at this event. And, um, you know, it, the, the event was a Patients Out of Time conference. You may know of it, Kenny. Oh, yes, I can remember the one very well back in 2012 when we were in Tucson, Arizona. That's right. That's right. And, you know, it was interesting. We did a show on Patients Out of Time. So if our listeners are interested in learning more about that, um, go to where you download your podcast, listen to your podcast, look up Good News with Nurse Heather, and you'll see the Patients Out of Time episode that we did for Good News. Um, but it was great news because I met a lot of people there and it was the first time, Kenny, that I ever met another cannabis nurse. And I also met someone else during that time. Yeah. I wonder who that was. <laughs> ah, well, it was moi. <laughs> yes. Now, now it all comes back to me. Yeah. So that was a very pivotal experience for me. It was, um, I believe April 27th of 2012. And during this event, it was interesting because there was a small, super small group of nurses that had gathered for lunch. And it, as I said before, this was the first time I had ever met or even engaged with another cannabis nurse. And one of those nurses at that lunch was today's guest, Dawn Marie Steenstra. And we've been good friends and supportive colleagues of each other for over the last eight years. And one of the things that Don Marie and I share is the good news that we both received like deeper knowledge and understanding about the endocannabinoid system at the same time during this event in 2012. And learning about the endocannabinoid system was good news and honestly a game changer for us both. And we both believe that it's now imperative for other nurses and healthcare professionals to understand and learn about this system. And so, Don Marie, welcome to the show. And please share with our beautiful listeners how learning about the endocannabinoid system was good news for your nursing practice. Well, thank you, Heather and Kenny. 
I really appreciate you having me on today. Um, I remember that meeting very well of Patients Out of Time. You know, that was my first experience ever learning about cannabis as a medicine. So to me, it was just a game changer as well and very eye-opening. And in a way, it was very comforting. And in another way, it was very infuriating to me at the time. Um, I personally had been through um, breast cancer the year before, and I'm a hospice nurse by trade and palliative care and uh, rehab nurse. So, you know, I've been, I'd been dealing with people in the cancer clinic who were, you know, throwing up and in my, you know, nursing practice, you know, patients and all the terrible things that chemo does. And sincerely, I just, I was shocked that this was the way it was. So when I went to that conference and I realized that this was actually a thing, I was infuriated that the government, the American government was not allowing this to be a treatment option for patients um, and that they had so much research from around the world that they weren't considering uh, as a treatment plan. So it was, it was thrilling to have this option in front of me as a natural uh, remedy. To me, yeah. the most important part of it was the fact that, you know, you can't die from this. And I'd spent my life pushing pills down people's throat. And, you know, it, it's just, it's a wonderful thing. And we've come a long way <laughs> in a very short amount of time, I think. Yeah. And I, I remember too, Don Marie, that when I, all this information was coming at us, I think it was a two day conference and my brain was just getting fuller and fuller and fuller. And then it didn't stop. It got fuller. And it was such new information that I felt like the top of my head exploded from <laughs> just absorbing so much new knowledge and starting to make those connections and connect the dots. And, and I, I've said before you, if anyone's ever heard me present, I say, you know, like I got ripped off in nursing school. They forgot to teach me about a whole body system mm -hmm. and, and it was frustrating, but I think for both of us, it's kind of what fuels us to keep going and to advocate for not only this plant, but also for the education at a, at a broader level within the medical realm. Oh, re reputable, reputable education is imperative in this, in this, uh, this revolution that we're doing. I think this is the biggest thing that nurses uh, such as you and I and all the other wonderful cannabis nurses there are out there. And, you know, all the, all the different nurses that are still in nursing practice, but found out about this as well and are doing everything they can to learn everything they can to help others. So it's, it's a great tribe we have. It's a wonderful supportive network of people that are all trying to make a difference in healthcare. And I think that, you know, as, as difficult as the whole COVID-19 thing has been, I think good news wise, I think everyone is sitting back and taking stock now of what really matters and their health matters. And people are tired of, you know, the current healthcare system. So I'm getting a lot of people calling me up, just asking me, Hey, you know, I hear that you do this. Can you tell me some, or talking to other nurses telling me, you know, can you please teach me something? And I give them all kinds of resources. And then I tell them, you have to take little bites. <laughs> because as you noted, you know, if you try to do too much too fast in learning about cannabis medicine, your brain will explode. <laughs> well, luckily, there's a plant to help with that, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> I remember is Nurse Heather with the long blonde hair going all the way down to her toes. 
And I was tired and out of energy for following around for two days of the show. <laughs> but I did learn a little bit about endocannabinoids and the endocannabinoid system. Yeah, it was so, so just so our listeners know, Kenny and I met each other at the Patients Out of Time conference and um, he didn't stop calling me after that. And so we've basically spent uh, every day together for, you know, it was about three months after we met, but from then on, we've pretty much spent all of our days and time together doing the good work for cannabis. And so again, this conference that we attended was good news for me in lots of different ways. <laughs> well, it's funny because my husband, you know, when I met him, it was the same sort of, you know, chemistry, you know, we met, we had dinner for the first night and we never separated after that. And I didn't even really realize what he did for a living when we first met. And it was, it was amazing because that was the first time I had any exposure to cannabis or the hemp world or anything was at that conference. So, so why don't you yeah. tell the listeners what your husband does? Um, well, my husband is Eric Steenstra. He has been the um, president of Vote Hemp uh, for many, many, many years. He's been in the hemp industry uh, working for about 25 years. His original business partner was actually Steve D'Angelo, the godfather of the cannabis movement in California. Um, and, you know, it's it's just been such an amazing, amazing ride so far. Yeah, it's amazing how this plant can bring people together um, and, and to find your person, right? Your person that you want to spend your time with. So this plant has lots of love to give. I'm grateful for that. It certainly does. And I'm, I'm grateful. grateful. And dear listeners, we're very grateful for the cannabis nurses who are entertaining us today. But it's time for a break. Please take a close listen to our wonderful sponsors during the break. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. This is Good News with Nurse Heather. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Empire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback, cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being, bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Empire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Empire. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, listeners. We're having good news today again with Nurse Heather and our very special guest, Don Marie. Do you prefer Don or Marie or Don Marie? <laughs> it's funny. I, I used to be called Don Marie only when my mother was ticked at me. So <laughs> my husband started calling me Don Marie right after we met, and it took me a while to get used to. But as we started our cannabis nursing journey, Heather, I recall that, you know, you took on the name Nurse Heather and then Nurse Marcy. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to be Nurse Dawn Marie. Because, you know, I know we know who these people are immediately, you know, when you talk to them or you hear that name, you know who they are. So to me, it's almost like a, a branding exercise in a way. Well, it's funny you say that, Don Marie, because... <laughs> Um, I, I got my name, Nurse Heather, from my patients. And when I was working in New Mexico as a home health nurse, they everyone referred to me as Nurse Heather. And so it was pretty funny because I put it, you know, at the time, I all the patients would call me and they had my personal cell phone. So I left a message on there that said, you've reached Nurse Heather. And it kind of carried on as I got into the cannabis space because I was still kind of doing that same uh, work in a way that it was home care, just a different type of, of patient. And uh, so when Ken and I met in 2012, he called me and I think he, as I said before, he called me and didn't stop calling me. And sometimes I would pick up and sometimes I wouldn't. But I <laughs> Mostly not. But I think that <laughs> what he liked was, you know, listening to my voice on the voicemail saying, you've reached Nurse Heather. <laughs> so I was the one that branded her Nurse Heather and have always called her that and have always introduced her to people does that and corrected them when they didn't use her proper title, Nurse Heather. It's pretty funny too. People will say, Do you, does he always call you Nurse Heather? And I say, yep. <laughs> that is so funny that these cannabis guys have a way of doing that. <laughs> they do. They do. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you were speaking in our last segment about all the wonderful nurses that are out there doing great work in the world. And um, the Cannabis Nurses Network, you and I kind of, we were founding members of, and we created this uh, organization as it is today. And you also spoke at the Cannabis Nurses Network Conference 2020, which was a revolution in healthcare. Um, I will let our listeners know if you're interested in this program, it's on, there is on-demand access at cnnmembers.com. But Dawn Marie was a speaker and you spoke during the supporting patient empowerment section and your session was empowering aging patients through education. 
why don't you share a little bit with our listeners about the good news of the work that you're doing with aging patients and empowering them through education? Well, I will tell you that I've always taken care of elders my entire life, probably since I was about 20. I had my own assisted living for 21 years in my home while I was raising my children. And I took care of deinstitutionalized psych patients. So I've been taking care of the elderly, you know, including my great grandmother who passed away at 103 and a half in my home uh, since my whole life. And I find that wisdom and the knowledge and the respect um, is kind of going away with this, with time. And I could not stand to see how our elders are stuck in these long-term care facilities and skilled nursing facilities uh, because people can't handle, you know, their comorbid conditions. So I started going and speaking at different senior centers in my area, and I could not believe the response. We had so many people like coming up to me saying, please, you know, tell me where to go. Tell me what to get. Tell me, you know, which CBD products are good. You know, what do you recommend? And it was just phenomenal. And then one day, Dr. Patricia Fry came to me and she said, Dawn, I have a talk over at Leisure World, which is a 8,000 resident of huge retirement community in Maryland where I live. And we went and spoke and there were over 200 people there and people on a waiting list who wanted to get in to see this, this uh, symposium. And afterwards, it, they actually formed a Cannabis 101 Club where we have seniors that are constantly getting education and, you know, help with their cannabis journey. So it's been thrilling over here, you know, to see my elders, you know, again, you know, flourishing and taking control and feeling like, you know, they've got this. And I've seen depressive people get happy. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience. So what are the elderly um, residents there? What is their, what are they using cannabis for? What's the main thing that they're looking for? Is it sleep? Is it pain? Is it to have a good time? What, what are they looking for? Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of the elderly are quite naive and quite stuck in that rhetoric and propaganda that we've heard all these years. They just say no. But when you get into our age bracket, okay, or my age bracket, I'm 57, and, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm at the very tail end of the baby boomer generation. So, Don Marie, what are some of the um, things that the elderly patients are looking for with cannabis? Are they looking for um, pain relief? Are they looking to be able to sleep better at night? Or are they just looking for a good time? Oh, that's right. Okay. We have a lot of people that come in very naive because of propaganda and rhetoric that they've heard all these years, but a lot of them are very interested in the whole CBD uh, craze. Uh, most of my patients come to me and they want relief in this order, pain, sleep, and anxiety. And logically as a nurse, you know that if you take control of pain, then a person can sleep better. And if a person can sleep better, perhaps their anxiety will let up. So if we take care of one of these things, there's always a cascade effect. So most of my patients come in and, you know, they don't want to get high. They're terrified of getting high. So we talk about what high means and we talk about, you know, what their goals are. 
And once they get comfortable with it, you know, I'm hearing a lot of, uh, you know, patients coming back to me saying that, you know, they're, they're kind of enjoying relaxing and taking it easy and not having to drink or not having to take their pharmaceuticals, their benzodiazepines to relax because the cannabis is working for them instead. So that also too is good news that we're getting away from pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And I know even when I was doing home health nursing that um, there's a term that's used, which is polypharmacology. And that means that patients are taking more than one medication, which when you start taking more than, you know, a couple of medications, you, you have the risk of having pharmaceutical interactions with one another. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, the, pharm- the polypharmacology subject? Oh, sure. Polypharm is a tremendous problem with the elderly. I mean, it's not only pharma- pharmaceuticals, it's also supplements. I mean, I had to, I had to sit down with a patient one day and tell her, you know, you're taking three different vitamins with vitamin D. You know, you really should get your vitamin D levels checked before you continue all of these, or at least take one down. Cause she was getting probably 10,000% of what she needed in vitamin D. And sure as you're born, she had a vitamin D excess in her system and had to cut it down. But I mean, things that simple, you know, most, you know, bud tenders or most people that are in the industry don't even think that this is something you need to consider. So polypharm is a definite problem with the elderly for sure. And they and are part of, of it. Yeah. And one of the reasons too, that, that they have so many medications is because one medication that they're taking for a symptom will create uh, a, a negative reaction. And then you'll need to take another medication to counteract that negative reaction, but that could have another reaction. So now you need another medication. And so you see this layering on of pharmaceuticals. And one of the amazing things and good news about cannabis, when you start to reduce the pharmaceutical use, you start to reduce those adverse effects and you start to reduce the need for more and more pharmaceuticals. So um, I know we've got to go to a break. Kenny, Kenny you want to take us there? Yes, Nurse Heather. Good listeners, uh, we'll be right back. Please carefully listen to the words from our sponsors and we'll be back with these great cannabis nurses and good news with Nurse Heather in just a minute. Good news with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. 
cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with good news with Nurse Heather and our very special guest today, Dawn Marie. Yes, two names. And she (laughs) is also one of the founding members for the Cannabis Nurse Network. We've been having a very interesting discussion about uh, her background in the elderly care space and some of the experiences that she's had as a cannabis nurse. Nurse Heather? Uh, Ken, that was such a nice, you know, recap for our listeners that came in toward the end here. Thank you for, for listening. Well, you know, I can't help myself, but, you know, Don Marie, as you know, I've actually the only lawyer in the country that's ever litigated the case for cannabis, the safety and efficacy of the use of cannabis in a court of law. And so when I did that, I learned the seamy underbelly of what you've been talking about with the big pharmacy and big, the medical industrial complex, which is why I'm so enthusiastic about the the leadership from cannabis nurses, because we already know that doctors who see pharmaceutical representatives will sell their pills just based on the promise by the salesman that they'll work. And that's what we call off-label. And so now, at least with cannabis and with nurses, we can get the straight story about not only cannabis, but the interactions with cannabis and other uh, pharmaceuticals. Absolutely. And, you know, we're not saying, listeners, that you should stop all of your pharmaceuticals if you're taking cannabis, okay? So be sure that, you know, you speak to your primary care physician and make sure that you speak to a medical professional if you're, you know, if you're thinking about using cannabis when you're also taking a lot of different pharmaceuticals. Um, I know that the biggest thing for me that I see in the medical world is that stacking of medication like you're talking about, and especially things like psychotropics, you know, medications that affect the brain and uh, your mood and things of that sort. Right now, you know, there's a, there's a plethora of people having anxiety and depression, you know, related to our current state of the world. And, you know, frankly, you know, I've thought quite often that she was, if everybody would just sit down and smoke a little bit of cannabis together, life would be so much easier. So it definitely has that effect on people. And um, we'll make sure we make mention again that even through the 2020 COVID pandemic, when they were deeming essential businesses, cannabis businesses across the country were deemed essential. So we went from criminal 
to essential in a very short period of time. And um, the plant didn't change. It was just our perceptions. Well, and interestingly, too, is that, you know, people got very comfortable very quick. I mean, even my seniors, you know, one of the biggest problem with seniors is you need to slow things down. You need to make things very simple and they need a lot of help with technology. Uh, a lot of seniors have a problem with technology and a lot of my time was spent just getting people emails in order to sign up for our program and things of that sort. But, you know, once they were put in a situation where they had to, I mean, sales have increased, our patient load has increased. And honestly, there's a part of me that almost likes it better this way. As far as, you know, the quick delivery, we have curbside delivery where people just drive up and let us know they're there and we run out their stuff. And it's just phenomenal, you know, what's happened. And I'm, you know, I'm thrilled that we're an essential service and we should be. And I think, you know, it's important to make the point and with your husband being so extensively involved in the hemp CBD world to describe how it's really Epidiolex, which is now the FDA approved CBD is only approved for very limited purposes. But of course the company goes out and promotes it as being able to be used for everything. And they're in many states now trying to make generic CBD derived from hemp illegal. And that the only thing that people can buy now is the Epidiolex at $35,000 per annual treatment. But you know, and I know that generic CBD from a trusted provider is just as good as Epidiolex from you know, a pharmaceutical company. Well, we also want to remind listeners that if they are interested in doing CBD products, they absolutely need to research any product that they're going to consider because you need to look to make sure that they have labs that they've done, certificates of analysis. Um, I always look at the story of how the product got there. Um, there's a hemp report on the internet from the um, Centers for Food Safety that's very interesting that has a lot of the really good products out there. It, yes, and I know that we have a colleague that spoke during the CNNC Revolution in Healthcare Conference, and her topic was not all cannabis is created equal. And that goes to what Kenny was saying too, is, and yourself, Don Marie, that you know we're not in any way telling people to buy their CBD from a gas station. That's the worst place. <laughs> Don't get it there. Um, if you can have an opportunity to know your farmer and get to know the product story, that's really the best way to do it. And, you know, in a lot of states where we have adult use, people can now grow their own in a small supply of, of cannabis. So, um, and as we're coming into the fall season, I know there's a lot of harvest happening, but, you know, you can always plan to start doing that for, for next year or, you know, start an indoor grow if you're needing something to keep you lively through the fall and winter. Sure. And if you can't do that, at least make sure your cannabis is certified organic, right? That's right. Is there anything that you've been smoking or using lately, uh, Don Marie, that you want to share with our listeners? We have many listeners from Maryland, some of whom probably already know you. But as we wrap up, is there any particular thing, any particular strain that you're using these days that you like? I really, really, really like live resin. <laughs> I, I didn't think I could handle something that concentrated, but I've always been a person that really enjoyed hash. And I really pushed in Maryland for them to, you know, have hash available to us. 
And I was learning, you know, I had to learn later about live resin and I'm like, this is fantastic. You know, a vape that doesn't smell like cannabis and it's, you know, as pure as you can get. Absolutely. Yes. And it's got all the goodies. It hasn't been extracted or manipulated too much. Right. Well, thank you so much, Don Marie. Thank you, Nurse Heather, the lovely and amazing cannabis nurses. This has been good news with Nurse Heather. And follow us, please, on cannabisradio.com, Apple, Facebook, Stitcher, iHeart, all of the quality uh, media that's out there will have good news with Nurse Heather. Thanks, dear listeners. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.